Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm Mike Chipos, man. I got this, yeah. Welcome, 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 ankle pickers, back to the ankle pick pod. Here with a dot five episode for UFC 260, we've got Stipe Miocic, Francis Ngannou, number two, a heavyweight title fight that we've been looking forward to for a long time. I'm here with the usual suspects here on our Monday evening episodes, DK in my upper left, Reese in my upper right. How are you guys doing? Feeling good. Yeah, feeling great. I had another green card last week. And I'm looking to keep the momentum going strong right now. I'm excited. We are all excited. We've got a card that was going to be epic. It's still going to be great now that Bulk is off the card and that title fight is no longer there. Should be rescheduled not too far off in the future. Uh, But we still have a pretty good card coming up, so we're looking forward to it. We're going to go through the main card to set some spreads along with the prelim main event, which we'll kick off with right here. A light heavyweight bout. William Knight, Alonzo Menafield, Danny coming off a win to tie things up in 2021 at three apiece. So why don't you kick things off? Sounds good. Um, gladly. These are both guys who I think are really raw. So this is a tough one for me to set. Uh, they have very similar records. I have to imagine Menafield is a slight favorite here just because he's got, he's got a better gym even though it's Fortis and they haven't had a lot of success recently. Uh, and, he, and he does have experience over the bigger names. William Knight's last win, Alexa Kamer, is a guy who actually doesn't have a UFC win at all. I'm going to go with uh, minus 130, minus 135 for the Fortis MMA product, Alonzo Menafield. Mm. You did minus 135? Yes, sir. I don't hate that line at all. I So I'm very similar to Danny. I see the same thing. I just see both these guys coming off the same show, fighting a very similar style, both very undersized height-wise, not weight-wise, obviously, for uh, light heavyweight, but they both have the same frame. They're just short, stocky, just ginormous men, very similar to uh, Buckley, uh, just fighting a little bit out of their range. So this is a good matchup for them. And my problem is I don't see an edge either way. I know many field Fortis, their style hasn't done him well. He got uh, knocked out pretty viciously his last time out in a fight that I know I at least had, and I ended up losing that one. Uh, but his win over, for, over Kamer, another uh, uh, contender series alum, that really surprised me because I didn't have him there. And it showed me that he's growing in his game. So I actually think it's going to be – uh, I actually kind of, I actually had him as the favorite, to be honest, uh, but just barely because I know Manyfield's known for being a vicious striker. I just, to me, I think that that I think I think he's on back-to-back losses now. But I really remember the OSP one, and that OSP one is a tough one for me to swallow because I'm Team Fade OSP. So I'm gonna go William Knight minus one twenty and Alonzo Manyfield exactly even. This one is minus 110 both ways. Reese is going to take the points. Let's go. By 15 basis points there. Where did it open? Knight opened as the favorite at minus 135. 
Ah, see, I, I, yeah. Okay. I'm hmm. happy with that then. Interesting line movement. Danny, you might get value on many fields, assuming that it doesn't move anymore. 110 isn't bad. Slight value, but light heavyweight is shaky. Yeah. Thank God we laid off that two weeks ago. First fight of the main card, a lightweight bout, Jamie Malarkey and Kamaworthy Reese. Okay, this one's like, I actually have no idea where to put this one. <clears throat> Kamaworthy is like, I, I don't even know what to think of this man. Because he comes in against Devontae Smith, who we recently saw and he looked great. And he is like the biggest underdog in UFC history. I mean, I'm talking like plus 600. Knocks him out with an uppercut like, in the first round blew everyone away big i think biggest upset or one of the biggest upsets in history then he goes ahead and fights uh violent bob ross Luis pena a ultimate fighter alum and i hold a lot of respect for Luis pena i think he's a dangerous man he's a very long guy for this division he's he's stylistically a tough matchup to fight for beats him too in round three and i know i'm pretty sure he was the dog there too i think plus 200 plus 300 range so I'm like, man, this guy slept on. I know he's not as crisp as I would like. I saw a raw athlete, but man, he clearly is a finisher. Comes in against Ottoman Azatar. I bet him and he loses almost instantly via knockout. So I don't know what to expect with this guy. Um, the only thing is, is when you look on the other side at Jamie Malarkey, I don't really have a lot of confidence in him either. I mean, I know we, we were watching that Brad Riddell fight. Uh, when we were all tailing city kickboxing and that was um, a tough fought loss. I mean, that one was one where I think he grabbed the first round, which is a tough first round to grab, if I remember correctly. And then he ended up losing thereafter, but Owen two in the UFC. I, I, I can't imagine he's the favorite here. I'm going to go comma worthy minus one forty five. And I'm going to say that Malarkey on the other end is going to be plus 125. Close fight, though. I think it's impossible to bet either way because both of them have shown glimpses of greatness and both of them have showed glimpses of, like, what the fuck are you doing? And so I think it's going to be tough to lay either side here. wonder what Danny has to see. This one is an interesting one for me just stylistically because I know that uh, similar to, similarly to what you said, Kyle Worthy's a finisher, but he's not super technical. He's not the same as Brad Liddell. Um, and Malarkey is a decent wrestler. This could be an interesting stylistic matchup. But I do also agree with you. I think Kama's got to be the favorite. I like your number. I'm going to go. I'm going to go closer to even. Uh, minus 125 plus 105. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's. I wouldn't be surprised if that's right on the head. Minus 135. This is going to be a split. <laughs> oh. Attaboy, Dan. Attaboy. It Just is on its way down for Kama Worthy. Opened at minus 190 about a month ago. Oh, shit. See, like, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's too high. I mean, he's shown glimpses of, like, beating Devonta Smith, which is a crazy win. But it's like, how do you drop two? Or how do you win two as a massive dog and then drop a one as massive favorite? Like, I don't know what to expect out of this guy. But similar to Jamie Malarkey. Great, great picking, Dan. That was that was fun. That was close. Second fight of the main card. One of Danny's boys. Bantamweight bout. Sean O'Malley and Thomas Almeida. DK, kick things off. Yeah, his, his hype train got a little bit derailed versus Cheeto Vera. Um, 
but I still expect there to be a lot of hype on him, and I expect him to be a pretty sizable favorite against Almeida, who's coming off of three straight losses. Um, I'm going to go with Sean O'Malley minus 250. Um, yeah, I, I'm a guy who loves Thomas Almeida, and I've been burned on Thomas Almeida. I know he's on a three-fight skid, but he was like, 18, 19, and 0, something crazy like that. Enters the UFC. All right, hold on, I have it up. So, Tim, he beat Tim Gorman. He was 16 and 0 going into the UFC. Rattles off four straight wins, all by finish, except the first one. Runs into Cody Garbrandt, who obviously that age to be not a bad loss at all. Uh, I mean, future champion Cody Garbrandt. Okay. Everyone gets caught. Round one knockout. That's fine. Beat Albert Morales, a guy who I, I don't love i don't hate he's just kind of there i mean he he's someone who'll give you a good fight but he also uh is someone who who's dropped a lot of fights that he probably should win i i don't even think he's rostered these days then he goes on loses to jimmy rivera guy we all respect we recently saw war rob font a guy who's looking in title contention and then jonathan martinez recently got upset which did not age as well as it was at the time it wasn't a terrible loss with all that being said i still think Thomas Almeida is the 20 no Thomas Almeida that found himself in the UFC. I don't know if he switched camps recently. It might've behooved him to do so. I, d- I don't know if how he's preparing for this. I think he's at I, shoot the box. It, has he always been there? I don't know. Yeah. I just know that I, something needed to change, but I know that all his tools are still very strong. And I've always been a guy who thinks uh, Sean O'Malley is a little bit overhyped because of his personality. And it, it's definitely made me money in that Cheeto Vera fight. I am going to think that it's a lot closer to even than that. I think Almeida's 29 years old. And this probably will see my card, uh, especially if I'm wrong, unless I'm wrong and Almeida's favorite, favored. But I, I think I'm going to do Almeida. I'm going to do Sean O'Malley minus 155, Thomas Almeida plus 135. That's so low. I'll be betting it How? if it's minus 150. How? I'll be betting if it's minus 150. How, bro? Sugar's a scrub, bro. He has a bad leg. He copped an injury against Marlon Vera, cheated, thinks he's undefeated still. He beat Eddie Wineland, who has – If you're not smart in. enough to see the – like, the, you're you're a mark. You're a mark, and, and Sean O'Malley is, is just running game on you. I how mean, you, like – No, how do you – okay, so give me – You actually Sean, think that me, he's, me, like, is sitting there on. like, yeah, I've never lost. No, You're me, a mark. No, give admit me, it. No, I, I don't even care about that. Give me Sean O'Malley's good victory. I'll wait. I mean, okay, so he's he's no, young in the UFC. He's young in the UFC. He's had three fights, dude. He almost lost to Sukumtot, who's a scrub, right? He got caught. He's a scrub. When he barely, I mean that was that he was when he was beat, he barely beat Tarian Ware, scrub, not in the UFC either. Beat Jose Canones, scrub. We all know he's a scrub. He's always a huge dog. Eddie Wineland is a veteran who's 38 years old and has a chin made of dust. Okay, good victory there. I know it's a strong right cross. I will be betting Sean O'Malley if there's a one in front of the number. I don't understand why. I respect it. I don't understand He's an incredible striker, and his grappling is underrated. You've been saying that for a long time He grappled for eight minutes with Gilbert Melendez to a draw. I don't care. See, I don't think Sean O'Malley's a great fighter. That's where we disagree. Okay. Fundamental. I just think we haven't seen it yet. He might be. I just haven't seen it yet. We'll find out. We will. So, Reese, I'd say get to the book and place a bet, but it looks like it's still going up. Minus 320. Not surprised. Not surprised. 
320, Sean O'Malley. 320? 320, Sean O'Malley. It opened at minus 250 on the Dodd Dan. There's going to be nowhere to play that. Yeah, Thomas Almeida. That's still not going to see my card. I don't like burning money. That's fine. I see a hole there for sure. I think you're getting a ton of value regardless of the outcome, but we'll see. Next fight up the card, welterweight bout, Tyrone Woodley and Vicente Luque. I think that if you're going to bet this fight, the only spot to bet is, is Woodley because I think that Woodley, I think, honestly, on the entire UFC roster, I think he is the one who people have soured on more than anybody. Uh, he's coming off three brutal losses. Kamar Usman took his soul. Gilbert Burns took whatever was remaining of it. And Colby Covington really polished it off and finished it off in, in a deci- decisive fashion. Tyron Woodley, I'm shocked he even accepted this fight. I'm shocked he even wants to get back in the ring. I respect him for it. I just, I don't really see why he would. He doesn't have a whole lot to gain. The one thing that I'm, the one thing that I'm worried about is the fact that Vicente Luque is, I think he's phenomenal. I've always thought he's underrated. I've always bet him. But when you look at his resume, it's not the most riddled with accolades, right? I mean, he's fought some good guys. He's fought some up and comers, but I, I don't, other than the Steven Thompson fight, which he lost, I don't know if he's fought a ranked guy. And he's Leon just, and Bilal. Did, how did those go for him? He beat, lost to beat, Leon, beat Bilal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bilal, four, that was five years ago for both, or Bilal at least. But yeah, I mean, he's a guy who I think is like, they treat him as a gatekeeper. And, and But I think his wins are just so decisive. I, I actually am surprised. I think I could very well lose this point. But I think Vicente Luque is going to be a favorite. I really do. Uh, which is surprising because three fights ago, Woodley was defending the title against Darren Till and beating him in brutal fashion too. I mean, like a, a Dar's choke almost, I think it was in the first round. And so, and, and also Woodley's beat Steven Thompson twice uh, or a draw and a win. And so, so it, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I think that Vicente Luque is going to be favored. I think Tyron Woodley might be the bet in this scenario scenario. Uh, but it's almost hard to trust at this point. I'm going to say Vicente Luque is minus 175, Tyron Woodley plus 155. I like that number a lot. Uh, you say, yeah, I echo absolutely everything you were saying. It's all yeah. kind of about where do I think the public perception of Tyron is because he was favors against Gilbert and Kamaru and was a dog against Colby. But Colby's as legit as anyone in the division. Right. So I don't know how – Vicente I mean, Luque. all three of those guys are as legit as it gets. I mean, all three of those guys are as like. The one thing that's interesting about two of those three guys, that the same with Vicente, not the same with Vicente, that's interesting about two of those three fights is Vicente was in the corner of Kamaru and Gilbert when they beat Tyron Woodley. I did they're not all, know that. They're all Sanford MMA guys. They're all a very close, tight-knit group. I'm sure I noticed it on, I'm sure I noticed it on the night of the fight, but I didn't remember that. That's. That's actually something that's worth noting because he's clearly familiar with how Tyron fights. Right, and he's he's gone through two this – this will be his third time going through a fight camp for Tyron Woodley. Right. Which is super interesting. Very um, interesting. I agree with you. I think that Vicente's got to be the favorite. It's hard uh, to even say, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't totally love that. I, I'm going to assume that the, the, the betting public – 
hasn't soured on Tyron that much. I'm going to go with minus 145. Interesting. Yeah, I, I honestly was hoping you'd go over, to be honest with you. it's. It, I, I think that Tyron almost, if he's a favorite or a dog going into that night, I think it's, he's going to have to see my card. I, mean, I, I could see why he was a big dog against Colby because stylistically Colby beats him everywhere. But Vicente, it's not like he's some kind of world-class grappler. No, I agree. Tyron I agree. could easily take him down and ride him for a couple rounds. 100%. It, it, it all is like, what's Tyron's mental going into this? Because he's... Is he confident that he can take this Luke A guy, or is he about to be like, this is my fourth time getting fucking dicked? This one might surprise you guys a little bit. Luke A's favored minus 255. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's a pause in place. That's a pause in place. Pause in place. Woodley at plus number. 215. That's humongous. What did it open at? Plus 205 for Woodley, so minus 240. Not a whole lot of movement. That was back in early February. Holy shit. So Reese is going to get the, I guess, third point of our evening. Moving. I thought I, I thought I lost that point. Right, You were seeing you hoping he went over. I thought I lost that point. So that surprised me. Yeah, me too. Main event of the evening, heavyweight title fight. We've talked about this one, whether it be on the pod or not before, but we're looking forward to this. We've actually talked about when the line opened. We knew what this line was, had a little bit of a conversation. So I'm going to open with that opening line as well. Francis Ngannou opened minus 225, Stipe plus 190. That was back in August. I'm not sure when we had our conversation about the line, but back in August, Ngannou was a big favorite to be the and new heavyweight champion. DK, kick things off with where you think this one's at now. Yeah, you, you gave a little hint that the opening line isn't a factor. And so I think that Obviously, it could move two ways, but I think that the way that I'm going to guess is echoing exactly what I said in the conversation when we were discussing it in, back in August. I, it, it didn't make sense to me how Stipe, the, the heavyweight champ, can dispose of a man named Francis, then go to three wars with one of the goats of, of the entire sport, a Hall of Famer, one of the first double champs simultaneously ever, Daniel Cormier go two out of three against him who has a much more complete skill set than Francis in my head and then be an even bigger dog than the first time you whooped this guy's ass that didn't make any sense to me so I'm going to assume it got a little bit closer and I'm going to go Nganu's still favorite but minus 150 okay so I came into this podcast and I just let them know that I knew who was favored. I've not seen the line. I just knew Nganu was favored um, because I've seen people saying similarly exactly what Danny has said for the last three months about how, how does a guy whoop DC's ass twice, whooped his ass, you know, four fights ago and is the dog. So I knew he was the dog. I didn't know the line. Um, when Kobe told me it was 255, I was like, holy shit. I would have hammered Stipe, if I would have known, 255. So I have a feeling I'm similar to Danny. I think it's gone down. There's no way it has. If it's gone up, I'm about to pause and place that too. Um, my issue is I'm trying to think of a line where I wouldn't feel comfortable placing either of them because that's obviously the end goal for Vegas. At Danny's line at 150, I think I would still place Stipe. 
but I'm, but I think it's, I, I almost think that Stipe might be a favorite now. I like, like, or damn near close. I don't understand how sharps haven't moved this down more. So I'm going to say, even though the 255 open, I'm going to say minus 110 each way that it's PK wow. and you can get your money in on, on Stipe still maybe uh, as a dog. I, I think if it's Francis, PK, there's probably some value on Francis knockout. You think so? Oh, Francis if, if knockout. PK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Francis knockout. I, I think that the, the smart bet here would be maybe like a Stipe wins via decision. Francis wins via knockout and hope for hope Stipe doesn't get the finish. I mean, that's an option. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Wow. It's not PK, but it's damn close. Nganu is favored minus 120. Okay. Steve Big plus 100, even money. Nice going today, Reese. Yeah. I, I, that one, I, I had a feeling because, like, Dan, would you, in theory, would you place Miacic plus 130? I think you almost have to, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Th- this, this was a lucky one. I- I'll admit this was a lucky one. I was, I definitely was the farthest off out of anyone on tonight's card with that O'Malley line. <laughs> Missed that by a measly 200 points. <laughs> Did not prove to be the difference, but nonetheless, a win for Reese moves to four and three in 2021, just keeping out one ahead of DK at all times. So we'll look to tune in Rough. again Later in the week, we're going to record Thursday evening out early Friday morning with our regularly scheduled programming of the Ankle Pick Pod. Should be a fun one. Obviously got a little contentious here tonight. Should look for a little more contention later this week. Let's get it. Let's get it. And before we go, one last word from Reese or Dan. Love it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.